0: Craig Parkinson, and this is the Two Shot Podcast.
1: Pop the kettle on, and let's dive in.
0: How the devil are you? It is Thursday. It's the Two Shot Podcast. It's not a new episode, and let me explain why in a minute. First of all, I do want to say thank you to each and every one of you. What an episode last week with Sean W. Keeveney. The messages on social media, the support, the text, the emails. Yeah, it it seems like it really connected with you all. And I got a lovely message from one of you, forgive me. I can't troll back and remember who it was, but um they gave the best review and it was uh it was something like it was just sounded like I was um listening to a conversation with two mates in the pub. And that is exactly what I want from this podcast. So it doesn't get any better than that. So a massive thank you to everybody and a massive thank you to Sean. If you haven't listened to it, I urge you, do go back and listen. Now, speaking of going back, this week it's the Two Shot Podcast Revisits. That's right. Uh, as soon as I'm up to my ears in boxes, bubble wrap, packing tape and all sorts of, uh, of, I'm not going to say fun, just all sorts of admin um, due to moving. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I knew it'd be stressful, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to trying to keep a lid on that. What I hadn't taken into consideration was, um, it's quite emotional, isn't it? It's quite emotional, the old move. So I'm just taking my time and taking little breaks. And speaking of little breaks, that's what we're going to have to do. Take a little break from brand new episodes just for a few weeks till I get myself settled. But there's one thing that we can all agree on if we're in the UK at the moment. Well, I'm sure there's many things we can agree on. But one thing that we're all doing on Sunday night at nine o'clock is we are glued to BBC One. We're glued... To Happy Valley. Um, It's all everybody's talking about at the moment. So we thought it would be a great time to revisit an episode from a few years back with the wonderful Siobhan Finneran. Not only is she remarkable in Happy Valley, she's just brilliant in everything. She always has been. I've been a massive, massive fan of Siobhan's uh, for years. Um, and it was always nice when I was growing up to put the telly on or put a rather risque film on that you shouldn't be watching. Yes, Rita Sue and Bob too. I'm looking at you. Um, and hear somebody with your accent on the telly when you were younger. Uh, and Siobhan was one of those people. So it was a real joy and a privilege to sit down with her on um i'm just looking out the window now yeah the weather was was much like it is now a um a rather cold and wet day in the northwest of england so while we're not churning out any new episodes do go back trawl back through the years you can't have listened to everyone maybe there's an episode, you go, I don't really, I don't know that person, or I don't really fancy that person, I don't, I don't really, um, get what that person's about, maybe listen to it, maybe listen to it, and maybe, just maybe, it'll change your mind, okay, so until we are back, in a few weeks, brand new episodes, can you do us a favour, I haven't asked this for ages, can you go and leave us a review, um, the stars are up to you, Obviously, I'm going to recommend the full five. But um, just tell us what you like about the podcast, why you tune in when there's just, I mean, in my opinion, far too many podcasts to choose from. Um, But you tune in to us, and you always have done for years, and myself and producer Griff really, really appreciate it. So I'll see you in a few weeks. Take care. Leave us a review. Go and take a look at our Patreon if you think we're giving you episodes that nobody else is and guests that nobody else is. Speaking of which, this is the Two Shot Podcast with the remarkable Siobhan Finneran. You take care and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. So sometimes, and it does happen over the course of like two and a bit years that we've been doing this mm. and people go "Oh, what about so and so to come on and what about this person to come on and it's all it's great and we welcome things like that. It's nice like sometimes it's impossible to take them up on because the you know i can't really because they're th- dead well because they're dead and <laughs> i can't get meryl streep to come on i mean i'm sure i could but just know, ask things things are difficult yeah you know? but there's one name that's always popped up and it's your name shovel no that's true it's tra- absolutely true and I went, yeah, no, I'm I'm making ways with Siobhan because I was going to speak to w- when Will said he lives near you. And you always think about the connections of people, don't you, yeah. to get them on? Yeah. Um, so I'm really pleased that you said yes. Oh,
1: well, I'm really pleased you asked. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I so have I've listened to them. Have you? Yeah. I'm not making that
0: up. So you know what you're getting I'm yourself not doing into? It. I can
1: horse ride, but <laughs> I can't really. I have listened to them. Hey,
0: we, the can all, we can all horse ride. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what you're getting yourself into? Yeah. That's good. Where are you? I think so. I, I, how do you feel about, because you just said before, just before we started recording, about sort of press and interviews yeah. and stuff. How do you find those things? Because uh, I know they're part and parcel of the job, but...
1: Because, well, they are part and parcel of the job if they're talking about the job.
0: Mm, but if they start delving into stuff that you don't want to talk about... Yeah,
1: I just find it awkward. I also get embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by it. I'm embarrassed by, if they want to know about any process and stuff like that, I'd, I find that difficult to talk about uh, a lot of the time. And also, they usually ask you shit questions, don't they? Or stop questions. Yeah. Yeah. So, which... I don't, and I don't think anybody's that interested, are they? It's like when they do the... You know when they do the behind-the-scenes footage, of, if you're on a job? Yeah. Right? They go, we're going we're gonna to do a kind of, you know, behind-the-scenes interview. And I think, who's actually interested in watching this? I can understand them wanting to watch the process of like the makeup team, the costume team, the all the other departments. But watching actors sitting around having a laugh, <laughs> which is <laughs>
0: and, what we do, which is meant what we do.
1: <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Who wants to watch that? I think people want to watch bloopers. Yeah, because that's, that's my interest. I want to watch bloopers. That's funny, is They're it? funny, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm not sure people are that interested in learning about, you know. What I felt that morning going into work and can all just be a little bit earnest, can't
0: it? I mean, I understand. It's far
1: too earnest and too
0: wankery. I find it. I find it embarrassing. I Mm. find it embarrassing when I watch people talk about acting. Yeah, that's why I don't. That's why, even though we've started off talking about this, that's why I don't talk about that because that's not of interest to me. Mm. And because I see myself as much as an audience member as I do, uh, you know an interviewer and you see I get embarrassed I even hate that word yeah right. do you know what I mean so I yeah. want it I want to know about the person rather than anything else because that's yeah then we can all relate to it yeah how can Wendy from Nottingham who works at a garden centre you know connect to the way I approach the scene or that it's just like
1: oh, really get over yourself yeah yeah and did you have a well they, they kind of want to know if you've had a good time. When they do that thing of going, Is there, did anything funny happen on set? It's those things that I just think, yeah, a million funny things happened on set, but I don't want to talk to you about them. One, because I'd probably be arrested. <laughs> 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 or the person I was with would be arrested. Yeah. Or just, and just kind of like, that's not really, that's not really what I'm here. That's not really what I'm there to talk about. It's to talk about the job and to promote the job in it. yeah. I find it difficult, I find it difficult um, and embarrassing and I don't like them, I don't like a lot of the press, so...
0: Have you always found And I
1: don't like what they write about people, so...
0: What, cos they take it out of context?
1: Yeah, take it out of context or... ..or or just aren't very nice. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Aren't very kind about people a lot of the time, so, yeah.
0: But I think it's like the press over here, though. They do tend to... Have that process of building people up, and then as soon as they're up there, they can't wait to knock them down.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's rubbish, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I'm sure they've got sort of files and files on so many different, well, I know they do, Yeah, on so many different people. And then as soon as it's the right opportune moment, right, get that story out that we had from 18 months ago, because this is the time. This
1: to- is the time to now spread that. Maybe shit all over them. It's, mm. it's rubbish. Yeah, I don't like it.
0: Let's ruin people's lives a little bit more. Yeah, I?
1: just yeah, because they're obviously having a great time. So let's just let's, make it a little bit better for them. Shall let's I? kick it. I'm what, spitting all over kick the. Kick them while they're sorry. down.
0: Don't worry, it doesn't matter about the spittle. <laughs> okay. I usually say things like, "We'll edit that bit out." I'm not going to edit that bit. <laughs> no, also. please keep. That bit. I want you to keep that bit in. That's um, you've just signed the contract. There, <laughs> I right, keep that bit in. Mm. Let's should we talk
1: about Oldham? Um, yeah.
0: Talk about growing up.
1: Yeah. I grew up in Manchester, really, for the first... From when, from being little, that's, those are my memories of being in Manchester at my grandparents' house in um, Cheltenham, hardy um, And my mum and dad, we moved to um, the other side of Oldham, Saddleworth, right. when I was about, I think, about six or seven. But I still spent... All my weekends in Manchester, so... Uh, ..with uh, Margaret and Harry Billings. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, On Merseybank Avenue in Charlton, so...
0: It, was, it wasn't just you, was it?
1: It was me and my brother, mm. and then there was uh, my mum's sister, who had six girls.
0: Wow. Yeah. Busy.
1: Really busy. And I was the eldest of that... Those grand- I was the eldest grandchild, so, yeah. There weren't six straight away, obviously. I mean, um, that would be
0: something of a miracle.
1: Amazing, yeah. As much as we're Irish Catholics, even <laughs> that, that's pushing the boundaries a little bit, isn't it? But, um, yeah, there were six of them, so we were all... And we'd sp- I spent most weekends down at, at my grandma and granddad's. I think my mum and dad went out. I think that's what it was. It was their night out on a Saturday night, so they'd get out with my auntie and uncle, and me and my brother would stay at my grandma and granddad's, so... Yeah. Obviously,
0: I had a good relationship with your grandma and granddad.
1: Oh, yeah, they were fab. Yeah, yeah they were really fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they were great fun, I think. I remember them being great fun as a kid. And my grandma um, loved the theatre. Oh, did she? Yeah, which is where I think it probably came from, The apart from wanting t- attention. Uh, <laughs> what you um, or your grandma? Me, my grandma probably wanted attention as well, and I think got it quite a lot of the time. But um, it all bleeds down. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's all genetic. Um,
0: did she take you to the theatre when you were younger?
1: She, yes, yeah, she did, which is really weird. She, she was uh, a seamstress. That's what she did. They're from Salford. My mum's family are from Salford. My dad's family are from Ireland, but my mum's family are from Salford with Irish. Uh, so my great-grandparents were Irish on my m- mum's side. Mm. Um, and she was a seamstress, my grandma. And I think until she got married and then had the kids and then was a housewife, but she always loved the theatre. I don't know how much she went. I'm sure she didn't go very often as a kid, but as she as she got older, she, she liked going to the theatre. Yeah. And also liked doing... Um, re- this is really weird. Went to, like, a a course and did, like, a voice and speech course. Really? I know, really weird. Because it doesn't come... We don't, we don't know where that came from, but she just obviously loved it. And part of this voice and speech course, they used to do trips to um, Stratford-upon-Avon, hmm. the home of William Shakespeare, in case <laughs> listeners didn't know that. And she, did have, she didn't have a companion with her, really. So she took me... So I probably started going only, only maybe once or twice a year, if that. Maybe once a year when I was about eight, right? To see these productions at the RSC, <clears throat> I ain't got a, f- I ain't got a fucking clue what was going on. No. I had no clue what was going on. But for me, it was a a trip out on the train with my grandma to Stratford, and at the end of the show, we used to go and have fish and chips, or you know something to eat and a cake, so that was the trip for me.
0: Even though you didn't understand what was going on? Yeah. Quite right, you know what I mean? My little boy's and I don't and understand half.
1: what's going on now, by the way, either, sometimes. I say not Shakespeare, no.
0: But sometimes they don't make it accessible, sometimes they do. Yeah. I mean, they do, I think it's great. But if I took my little boy now, I mean, I've no idea what he would make of it. No. I do take him to certain stuff, like art galleries and things like I that. I loved
1: doing that with mine when they were little.
0: But it's like... He'll get from it what he gets from it. Yeah. I took him to the Anthony Gormley recently this summer and we were just there it was quite overwhelming structures and really amazing stuff and I te- took him to Greece earlier in the year and we were on this island and Anthony Gormley had put these structures there so he had a sort of connection with Anthony Gormley anyway and I was just looking at some of his stuff on the wall and I said to him, so, what, so we'll have a look at that, what, do you th- what does that make you feel? He mm. went, and he had a good long look and he went, I that makes
1: me feel a bit sad. You <laughs> so, no, Well, that's, that's yeah. good. Namaskaram. My name is Neyad. I'm a tour leader with Explore. Come, follow me for a breakfast you will never forget. Namaste. Because you are going to make an incredible masala dosa under the watchful eye of my mom. Each home adds their special touches. Mm. But not everyone gets to join in a traditional family meal. You will if you explore. For global adventures, search exploreworldwide.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. How's it? My name is Lasedi. I'm a tour leader with Explore. Come on, let me show you something. Oh, careful. Can you see it? Oh, trust me, it can see you. There, between the trees. It's not every day you get to see a rhino on a walk. I guess not everyone is taken to the right places. But you will be if you explore for global adventures. Search exploreworldwide.co.uk and don't just travel, explore.
0: Yeah. So I'm wondering when you went to the theatre at that age, even though you didn't understand, was it what did it make you feel anything? Was there a spectacle about it that, that you loved, or were you just thinking about the
1: fish and chips on the way home? I think if I'm honest, I was probably thinking about the fish and chips because I've are. always liked me food. Yeah. But there must have been something went in, there must have been something sitting in what to me was a, was an alien environment mm. going, but it was a great environment to be in and watching these people up doing something I didn't really understand, but getting a big clap at the end. And I, would, I obviously understood bits of it and could follow it and would find the humour in it and, you know, if somebody was doing a clowning around or doing a prat full or whatever, I'd get all of that business. But um I recently cleared my loft and found a load of the programmes that I'd managed to keep and I saw people like Glenda Jackson play Cleopatra. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean I don't remember that at all. No but you did. I, mean, but I, I mean, did I yes. was there, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so all of that. So I think that's that's um Yeah, that's where it, that's where it sort of Came from that, and my love of that, my love of it, and my love of sweets and drink, probably.
0: <laughs> but there is, <laughs> there is something. That I always connect going to the cinema when I was young with like romance. Yeah, I was, there's something very romantic about you know the lights coming down. Yeah, or, and I suppose you can get that with theatre as well. Although it's sort
1: of, I suppose very glamorous for us as well yeah. in a way, as, yeah. as kids, you know, because you don't. And it's exciting, and there's a there's a great atmosphere. So all of that must have uh, rubbed off on me. Mm.
0: And also, it's not something that you would do. Well, st- not where I come from, it's not something you would do once a week. Do you know what I mean? It was a
1: I'd, well, I, like I say, I think that was. I don't remember. I don't remember at all going to. I remember going to see a puppet show. A puppet, yeah, a puppet show that my mum and auntie took us as kids to see. Um, is there a story? Peter and the Wolf, that's the right yeah. story, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm just about awake. There was that, that story, and we went to see that as a, as a puppet show as kids and being quite, you know, enthralled with that. But apart from that, I don't remember going at all. I can remember going to the pictures maybe... I can remember going to the pictures again with my grandma to see Chitty Chitty Bam bang, bang. and Still terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah,
0: I never, I could never get on with that.
1: I mean, he really still is quite scary, isn't he?
0: Well, he is, child but i found He's... the the overall film of it quite odd. I couldn't connect with it as a kid at all, chitty, chitty Bang Bang, and it wasn't just the Child Catcher. I mean, he was part and parcel of it, but I didn't buy it all. No, and I found it quite creepy. Like, yeah, this is another podcast.
1: I know, but. <laughs> but it is actually quite creepy. But again, you see, food plays a part in mine because we got a box of fruit pastels at the cinema, so I can remember that really oh, clearly. Oh, God. They don't do those anymore, I'm do they?
0: I'm used to do boxes of Maltesers, didn't they? Yeah. Again, this is another podcast.
1: Sorry, it's sorry, like a BBC food, food. Two
0: food reminiscing show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, but I, I did... There the must have been something because mm. I, I, I really enjoyed my days out. But again, like you say, it wasn't something that happened... Once a month, it was probably once one year and then maybe a couple of times a year after. I can remember once going down and missing the... Um, there, was a, there was a television series that my mum was obsessed with called Rich Man, Poor Man. And um, the, one of these trips clashed with the last episode of that and I'd sort of been allowed to half-watch it, even though I don't think my mum really thought I should have been doing. And I can remember being a bit pissed off, thinking... Right, I'm going to this theatre trip with my grandma on the train, but I'm actually going to miss the last episode of Rich Man Poor Man.
0: <laughs> Priorities, <laughs>
1: yeah, they haven't changed much <laughs> over the years. So, what did you? What was you? What did your mum do for a living? She's a teacher, my mum. Yeah, she's a teacher. So, um, was
0: she teacher at the school you went to?
1: Yeah, which was terrible. Did she teach you? Yeah. Oh, how was that? Awful. When I think back, <gasps> yeah. If I look at it now, I go what a terrible thing to do to a child (laughs) because I had to behave all the way through infant school and junior school because my mum would know if there was anything going on at school because it would be discussed in the staff room. Spread
0: like wildfire, wouldn't it? Awful.
1: I can remember saying things like, you know, oh, apparently today at school, having tea, you know, apparently today at school um, there were some silly children playing uh, all join on for... I mean, it could have been anything, all join on for kissing boys, girls... Or even the classic, all join on for pulling girls' knickers down. (laughs) Yeah, that did happen when I was at junior school. Um, Why was that a game? So, all those (laughs) kind of things, she she could just, well, she could just say that. That's another
0: podcast. Yeah, sorry. I'm really sorry. No, no,
1: no. It's fine. So, she could just say that at the tea table without saying, were you involved? What was happening? Or Mrs. Such and Such a body said today that there was some naughty kids, blah, 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 blah. So she wouldn't have to necessarily tell me off, but just I was aware that she was aware that I'd maybe been in trouble that day. Or she
0: was telling me that she was the oracle, the old saying. Yeah.
1: It. So that was um, not. I didn't have a bad time, but um, that's because I was behaving myself so bloody impeccably, <laughs> so that I wouldn't get in trouble when I got home. <laughs> Um so she was a mum was a teacher it, she taught like the first year of infants i don't know what it what it's called now it would be year 2 or something won't mm. it? I, I don't know what it's called year 1 or whatever year she one. would have been like infant 1 or something um so she did that and my dad oh my dad has done every job there is going really as a yeah uh, he's a taxi driver still <clears throat> So he's done that when I was growing up. He was a pools man. He collected the the football pools on a Friday night. He did the pools round. He was a teacher at one point, so he went to retrain as a teacher when I was probably about eight or nine. Right. Didn't do that for very long. Then worked for Catholic Rescue Society. I don't know if they still... I presume it does still exist. And worked in... Uh, worked in uh, homes, really, for... I think then it would have; they'd have probably been described as bad lads, which of course was not the case at all. Now yeah. they'd be described as kids who were at risk or, you disadvantaged. know, disadvantaged. Yeah, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. But um, he did that for quite a long time. Um, he's done everything there is to do. Do you actually. think
0: he en- enjoys sort of, or, or did enjoy sort of moving from? sort of job-to-job job or trying to find it, or did you think he was frustrated in the fact that he couldn't settle in different jobs?
1: Um, I think he's just always... Well, he's always wor- He's always just worked hard, so I think a lot of the time, especially doing his in which he still does now, <clears throat> and all the other stuff he's, he's done, it was always to make sure he was earning a living. Yeah. Um, I think maybe his... his Adventuring to teach him was probably something he thought he should maybe do because he was, uh, I suppose maybe because it was a regular job. I don't know. Yeah. <coughs> I'd have to ask him. Sorry, I'm coughing. I'd have to ask him. But um, I don't. I, it just. I don't think he liked that side of it. I don't think he liked the the as much as he liked working with young people. I don't think he really enjoyed the teaching side of it. Mm. So. Um. Maybe because he couldn't do enough or... Yeah, whereas, whereas working in the... Homes, I suppose, they'd be called. Yeah. They? I was going to say hostels, but homes. <coughs> he uh, he could maybe do a bit more to help there, a bit more one-to-one as yeah. opposed to dealing with classes of probably 30-odd kids. Um, the school he worked at was near Strangeways in Manchester, so right. there will have been a lot of... It will have been a tricky... Um, Tricky school environment, tricky problem kids with a lot of problems. Yeah,
0: surely, especially around that area yeah, itself yeah. as well. Yeah, which yeah, is so, still Yeah. You know, quite like that now, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so. But um Yeah, so neither of them neither of them uh Mum was quite arty, you know, she's great at drawing and stuff like that, but neither of them uh, neither of them any Great interest in the theatre, or, or can you draw, Sharon? Can I? I'm <laughs> no, still drawing stickmen. You don't have no, things get passed down, don't they? Well, that, missed, that
0: missed it. Yeah,
1: that missed by a long shot. Yeah, no, no. It, I'd love to. I'd love to have been able to draw. Yeah, me too. Terrible.
0: Are you really? Oh yeah, I couldn't draw to save my life. I, I, I did. I did try, but it, I, it's one of those things. I think. I know you can you can learn, but you've either got it, you've got something there, or you haven't.
1: Yeah, some kids can just do it, can't they? My friend's yeah. daughter just literally sits scribbling, and it's like a, to me, it's a masterpiece. Well,
0: my friend's daughter is, I think she's around eight now, and she drew something the other year and sent it to me, and I went, said, so did she do that? And I showed it to an artist <coughs> friend. I said, I'm going to show it to an artist friend of mine. I said, look at this, and my friend's kid did it, and she was like seven at the time. Mm. And he went. She should stick doing this. Yeah. She Sticks. She's got something here.
1: Yeah. I did tracing. I did tracing stuff because that was his. Love a trace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thrilled when there was what were those um, scraper foil things? You know, where you just scraped off the thing and the colour came from underneath. I can't I, remember. I, what they I can were. remember.
0: I used to do. We used to <coughs> do our own though. We used to get a piece of paper and used to write red there, yellow there, crayon, and then a black all over it. And Too long.
1: Step. Too lazy, Finneran, and <laughs> lazy. <laughs> Very, very lazy. Unartistic and lazy. Were you, were you lazy at school? I'm um, not saying you're
0: lazy now, I'm joking, but I'm just trying yeah, to...
1: Yeah, I can be quite lazy. Um, I was... No, I was all right... Well, infant and junior school, because I was sure. under the watchful eye of my mother. Yeah. Um, I think by the time I got to secondary school, I was like, oh, here we go. I can have a bit of fun now. Do you feel a sense of release? <laughs> yes, I think so, yeah. Only looking back at it, mm. you know, at the time, I didn't I didn't think that. But, um, yeah, I can have a bit of fun now and get on with what I wanted to get on with and have a laugh and um, was very into sports, so I did a lot of sports. Oh, I was well, yeah. On, yeah, yeah. So that took over, really, my education.
0: It took over the academic side? I was going to talk about the academic side and then...
1: Yeah, you can talk about the academic side. It's a very short conversation, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm not—I'm not stupid, but I certainly wasn't a genius either. So, um, yeah, I got into sports really heavily. So, played for all of the school teams in whatever it was. Really.
0: Never, was was never was team. sport ever going to become <laughs> a, a a career? A career, yeah.
1: I did. Uh, Yeah, well, by the time I got to about the fourth year at school, which, of course, it's not the fourth year anymore, but it was my fourth year, Mm. um, you start having careers lessons, don't you, and stuff like that. And there was... there was uh, Because I didn't... Because I thought I wanted to go into acting, but I didn't know how you did that, because, you know, I didn't know anybody that did it. Yeah. You know, and I thought you... So I think I thought your mum or dad had to do it, or definitely you had to have a an uncle or something or an auntie that was, like, doing it so they could explain to you what you needed to do.
0: Well, it doesn't seem <laughs> to... You can't see it as a viable career in, at that stage because you go, well, I don't know anybody that's doing it. I don't know, don't know what the next step is to do it.
1: Yeah, and isn't that... And wasn't, isn't it just a fun job? You do, do you actually get paid for doing that? Mm. Which was, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand any of that. So we had careers chats <clears throat> or careers lessons... And we used to have to fill in like a questionnaire, you know, about what you wanted out of a job or, you know, what kind of people you wanted to work with. What just, just age.
0: Nice people, really. was, <laughs> Half decent people. Just right? nice. Just just, just nice. All,
1: of them, <laughs> to all the all the questions. <laughs> just nice people, please. <laughs> kind of what their age I can remember having to answer it, what age range? And you'd be like, what? Oh, I'm fifteen, I just want to hang out with fifteen year olds, don't I? But um you know where where you wanted to work in the world so of course everybody was like all over the world thanks because <laughs> that's what we all wanted to do all that kind of stuff and the two things that came up at the end of mine you know so you put all this information and then the two the two jobs your two job choices came hmm. up at the end and mine were librarian which hmm. is still funny <laughs> and actress which is still weird because that's I don't know how I'd managed to fill that in obviously I'd filled my answers in in a bizarre way because yeah. those were the only two jobs that came up. But because I was good at sport, when I took my form to the careers teacher, and she looked at it and went librarian, so she thought there's no chance because she'd have to be quiet <laughs> for a lot of her life, and that's not going to happen. An actress, and of course, I think she thought, well, that's that's something that she she doesn't want to do, you know, or we don't know ha- we don't know she had not got the 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 um, Information to give me as a mm. careers teacher to go. Well, this is what you need to do. Maybe think about doing this, or you know.
0: I mean, she's a careers teacher. She, she was sh- a careers she, teacher. She no, should have really added the, the she knowledge. There, had so the she should have had the knowledge,
1: but. <laughs> um, and she started talking to me about the fact that I did a lot of sport, and also that at the time I was I was also quite interested in working with kids with um, special needs, as it as it was then. You know. Mm. And so she, we had to sort out work experience. So she completely and utterly dismissed librarian, which I'm still a bit pissed off about because I think I'd have been an all right librarian. <laughs> uh, she dismissed librarian and actress and started pushing me towards work experience in a, a local school. Right. And saying, you know, there are jobs you could go in and you could go in and work and using your sports um, uh, knowledge. <clears throat> You could go and work with with children with uh, disabilities, but in in doing sporting activities and all of that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and so I ended up going and doing my work experience at school, not at the local theatre or in the library, at uh, a special school. So that it was something that I, I, that was floating about in my head for a while, mm. um, and it wasn't until I think right until towards the end of school, suddenly somebody went... I think somebody, I don't know who, said to me, <clears throat> well, you can actually go and do um, a theatre studies course, you know, at, at Oldham College. It's like a, a performing arts theatre studies course. I was like, why Why didn't anybody... Why is nobody mentioning that? <laughs> Where's that careers officer now. <laughs> yeah. She what needs were, a different job. What were you thinking? Because <laughs> that sounds just great yeah. for me. And also it was like... And, that, and you could do it as well. It was actually a proper course. It wasn't like a joke course. Mm. It was a proper course. So I applied to go on that and I had to go for a meeting, and you know, an interview and stuff, and got offered a place. But you had to have passed your O levels.
0: Right, OK. Tricky,
1: tricky by that stage. At, <clears throat> tricky by that, at 16, mm. when no, no interest whatsoever in school. yeah. Just a great interest in keeping up playing the sports I was playing, and boys obviously <clears throat> hanging out with my mates, having a laugh, getting my hair cut every two weeks. All the good things that you're supposed really, to do when really your valuable yeah. things that you're supposed to La- be doing at that age. I yeah. call them life lessons. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a good couple of haircut life lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <How about you>? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> So you had to, I can't remember how many O-levels you had to get, but I didn't get them anyway. I got my English O-level yeah, and my English Lit O-level. And, oh, I can't remember. I think I got three. Can't remember what the other one was. There we go. Can't remember. To anybody listening, it doesn't matter because I can't remember. Um, but it wasn't enough to get on this course. So I then spent the summer with my dad putting secretarial courses in front of me, going, you know, ah, oh, Jesus, no, come on, you've got to look at this now because. Oh God. And me thinking, yeah, but I don't want to do that. And then my mum and dad saying to me, well, if you if you're determined to go on this course, you're going to have to go back to college, and resit your um your well, they weren't. I can't remember what they weren't. All levels, GCSEs, I think. Mm. CSEs, GCSEs. Yeah. You're like, going to have to go back to college and resit. Your exams and do twelve months to resit in your exams, so that's why I had to do the most miserable year I think of mid life, <laughs> not thus far, but um, at that point I was yeah. like, oh god, this is because of course my mates had all got on their courses, you know they were doing, Some do doing fashion design, somebody you know they'd all were there having this great time, they and I moved on and you'd gone back here, I'd gone backwards, yeah, yeah had to go backwards to so resit my exams, so. Did you do that at Oldham College, or could you yeah? That? Yeah, you did yeah. that there, right? I did it there, so that was great because I was still around people I knew. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I had to reset them, <clears throat> so I did.
0: I did, think, you, did you knuckle down? Did you get, yeah, yeah, because you know you had to. Yeah, otherwise it was going to be. And also, there, it,
1: I found it. I found it. Um, I just found it easier, you know. Just daft thing, you know. No uniform, no, <clears throat> and the teachers were kind of your mates, sort of you know didn't call you by your second name call you by your first name you mm. could call them by your, the first name it was just a more relaxed atmosphere to um for me to work and learn in and i i think i'd i did english literature o level i think there whereas at school they'd said oh, well because the way they work out the 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 subjects i couldn't do english lit o level had to do english lit CS, cse is that mm. what we're called it
0: would have been yeah i remember
1: my mum at the time saying to one of the teachers at parents evening it's the only thing she actually enjoys doing why can you not put her in the the o level group because i think even a cse one was only a c wasn't it i think that's how it used to work back mm. in the Days when dinosaurs walked the bloody <laughs> earth, Christ! I think, I think that's, I think that's what it was. So my mum was kind of trying to say to them, "This is the only subjects that Sean actually is going to even bother to do any work in are these because English lit we sat and read plays, poetry, um, and it was a more creative class as opposed to just sitting writing, writing, writing." Um, but um, so I did English lit O level. I did history. I did sociology and something else. See, I can't remember anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't remember anything. <clears throat> and just sail through them so that I could go on my theatre studies performing arts course. Yeah.
0: It's funny, that not are you saying about resetting that year, and even though, you know, I'm sure you weren't really happy doing that year, but it was a relaxed, much more relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. You get it done. And now I think sometimes we put too much pressure Far on too kids much. in schools nowadays. It's
1: terrifying. I remember my two having to do spelling tests at f- five.
0: Yeah, I've been doing them for years. I mean, not me, I've been doing yeah. them. with my son, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've learnt loads, it's been great <laughs> yeah. for me.
1: Yeah. Um, but I don't yeah. know if you're... So my kids would would be able to learn it that week. And some of the words I'd be like, what, why, are they, why are they having to learn how to spell? I can't remember, you know, even bicycle. You go, What? that's a big word for a five, six-year-old yeah. to learn, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and they'd learn it, and then if you asked them to spell it the week after, they wouldn't have a clue because it was in one and out the other kind of thing. Well, it's crammed in for that week, yeah, and they'll know
0: it from you know learn it from one Tuesday to the following Tuesday. Yeah, write it all down, and then they'll do a test, and then it's and then it's gone.
1: Yeah. So, <clears throat> but I think like you, I think the pressure is on into it, and actually, some kids are just not at that level. They're not they're not ready to do that learning then you know ch-
0: every child is and should be on a different level of yeah. the learning yeah. but i i always just say to mine i said look you, you can't be good at everything don't take the pressure off yourself I know. and focus on what you really love to do yeah like you obviously got off on the more creative side of it, instead of just sort of scribbling down all the yeah. time, and that's what people should put the spotlight on and focus on that and nurture that
1: with yeah. children. We just can't, we can't accommodate that though in, in within a school situation, can we? Because no. there's 28 other kids in the class who've all got different mm. <clears throat> gifts and stuff. So, yeah, I find that I find that it just it just makes me sad that kids are going through that and all the pressure that's put on them when when it comes up to the the big exams. You know, and then they don't come. Some kids are coming out with nine A stars, and you know, but those, other f- kids, those other kids, those the kids are just about scraping by. And I just, it, it's because you, they're already been made to feel like they've failed at, at yeah. sixteen years of age, which is shit. Yeah, <laughs> there
0: shouldn't be <laughs> You can carry like that
1: with you for a long time, can't yeah.
0: you? Yeah.
1: Too. So, and
0: also, yeah. everybody's at different levels, as as we know.
1: Yeah. And
0: those exam environments. So I remember some people just turned on and they're just yeah. they're there in that moment. Whereas yeah. some people just crumble. Yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. Whereas if things are spread out over the course and everything's marked over a certain amount of time. Yeah. For me that would I mean obviously for me that would be much better.
1: That would have been probably better for me as well. And I think it was it was my son did some of his exams like that where it was kind of coursework for two yeah. years. Um, but then they changed it. Literally, when my daughter did hers, they changed it so it was just a sit-down exam. And some kids, like you say, just aren't good at that, at that type... Of, aren't, ..aren't good put in that situation. You've but got you're, to you're, now, you've now got to perform to the best of your ability in the next two hours. Doesn't matter what's been going on before, doesn't matter what's going to go on afterwards, you've just got it's to now. this moment. Absolutely.
0: But surely you get a, a truer view of what somebody's like and their skills, yeah, over the space of time.
1: Yeah, of course you do. Or just well, yeah, sitting with them. <clears throat> but then I could now start banging on about self tapes in our bit of stupid business. Well, we can. Let's talk about it. <laughs> but how, a great thing. We how, can talk about anything. But that thing about, like you've just said, you know, you've now got to do your best in this two, you know, with an exam this hour. You've got to do your best. Give give of your best in the two minutes worth of self tape that somebody's going to sit and watch. But they're not they're not seeing you, and they're not trying to work out then if they can work with you, if you can work with them. They're just seeing um, a start. Your your interpretation yeah. of of what they what they of that character of that part, you know,
0: and where you would start. It's not even an end product.
1: Not at all. Despite.
0: No. No. But also, I remember saying to people. Exactly what you were saying. Um, it's a two-way thing, working with people. Yeah. Like, I want to meet people in the room. Yeah. Because we might go, on paper, wow, this person looks great to work Yeah. But then you meet and you go, oh, no, we don't click.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's
0: happened. But I've only worked
1: that out. <clears throat> and I think, I have not even worked that out. I think my agent said to me a few years back, you know, well, you might not like them. You go, What? You oh get, wait! Oh, oh, I, oh, I'm allowed that. Oh, oh, I do have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm allowed to go in and go. Do you know what? That was that was nice, but I don't think we're going to work together very well. Or yeah.
0: And sometimes the opposite happens where you go, oh, I think we we really got on. and yeah, yeah. Then yeah. You get to work with them and you go, oh no, we really we're this is rubbish. We're sinking off t- two different MCs here, yeah.
1: miles apart. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And then you just got to make the best of a bad situation.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which we've all done. Just get your head down and shut up. Yeah, and that's, get on with it. I've, I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> you, let's just jump forward. That while we're on this sort of subject, mm. anyway, about auditions. How are you with auditions?
1: Um, n- not great. I Get, <clears throat> um, I just get very. I get very nervous. Still. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that that's going to eventually go away but I don't know I mean I I think now I know what I'm doing when I'm at work Mm. but I think with most most actors we're all waiting for somebody to tip up on set tap you on the shoulder and go right you're having I know you're having a great time you look very nice in your costume but you can go now because this is not because you're not actually you know you don't actually know what you do all of those kind of things we all have I think we do anyway. Oh, right? I
0: think we do. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think everybody still gets anxious and we're still... So in an audition situation, if you're going in, you're going in to try and impress the person you sat opposite and to try and show them in whatever time limit you've got that you can do that job to the best of your ability. And anything can be going on in your world, can't it? you know, you can you be going? having a really bad day and actually you've just got to summon up something from somewhere to go in and go for the next half an hour I've just got to try and convince this person that I am actually sane even though I'm falling apart or and that I can play this part yeah and anything can happen in that situation I've been in loads and I know mates as well walked into an interview and thought and in their heads been thinking can we just do this script because I'm actually there I could I'm in that space now where I could just have a go at this, and they start chatting to you about life and whatever, and one little thing can just knock you off balance and then say, then them go, right, can, can, let's have a look at these scenes and what do you think about this and what... And all the time you're thinking, can we just read them out loud, please? Because then we've got that bit out of the way. I mean, I Then we can do a bit of work.
0: I think, some, I think, you know, we all know what their intention is. It's, oh, we'll have a little chat and we'll just get relaxed. Yeah. Then we'll go into it. Whereas yeah. it's not conducive. I'm I'm there, I'm ready to go. So let's yeah. do that. We'll do that other bit after. Yeah. Or maybe we just won't do it at all.
1: Absolutely. And the dreaded question, what have you been up to? Oh, just doing Fuck some washing off. up. Yeah.
0: Went for a yeah. big walk because I... My mind wasn't very clear and I need to go for a big walk. Yeah.
1: What have you been up to? Crying. I've been doing a lot of crying, <laughs>
0: actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just tended to sit in my bedroom <laughs> under the duvet cry, having a good cry this week. But, um, but I've learnt these lines, so, yeah. Anyway, should we talk about the scripts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knock yeah. them off. Backwards. But that can knock you off, can't mm. Anything like that can knock you off or, you know. Are you good at shutting
0: off whatever's going on in your life just to focus on that for that moment?
1: I think I must be, but again, I think that's that's that's. I think we can we can do that as actors a lot of the time. Going mm-hmm. right, I can just go in and inhabit somebody else's head now for ten minutes and not think about what's going on in my world.
0: Yeah, um, I do that with us sometimes. Yeah, because then I can just put everything on that other person and yeah. listen to them. <laughs> right, yeah. It's a bit like you know when you're you're on a job and you're going. God, I haven't had a cold. I haven't been ill for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as you finish, bang, yeah, you're yeah, ill because yeah. the body just sort of releases. Yeah, and allows you to be ill. Yes. it's part of that. Yeah, that world as well.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'd probably. Uh, uh, I mean, you, you you sometimes you can't get away with it all the time, can you? And but if you if you're if people are used to you being having fun and being chatty and all of those things, and if you're not like that you then can be spending the day dreading the question if somebody comes up to you and goes, are you all right? Because actually, I'm not very good at lying either. No. Going, actually, no, I'm not great today. <clears throat> um, but then not necessarily wanting to discuss whatever's going on, but just saying, no, I'm, or I'm a bit quiet, or, yeah, I'm just not feeling myself, so... Uh,
0: yeah. And if someone asks me that and I'm not in particularly
1: having a great day... Yeah.
0: ..I will go... Um, yeah, I'm all right. Anyway, so then I'll reflect Absolutely. it and just sort Straight of try away, and, give try it and back. Yeah. steer the conversation yeah. away from that. Yeah. That's,
1: it's just defence, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm good, good, good. <laughs> your good's getting quite higher and higher. No, I'm really good. No, I'm good, good. I'm fine. <laughs> really good, good. You think, please just stop talking to me now because I want to go away and hide. But, um, <sighs> yeah, suppose we are good at doing that. And actually, like I just said, because we've got that facility to be able to go Actually, I can go into work today and pretend to be somebody else with all of their problems mm. and worries or all of their joys and. Um,
0: and I can and, deal with the other shit later. Yeah. When I have to go back to the real world.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I think that's kind of healthy <coughs> sometimes. I think it probably is. And even when you know you have those days where you go, the last thing I want to do is do this right now. Yeah. And you, you just go, right, I'm just going to get through this scene. Yeah. Right, we've gone that. Put that to bed. Yeah. To get through this. Yeah, go and have a bit of lunch, and then yeah, we carry on just yeah. getting through it.
1: Well, you're being paid to be there, so there's that other thing. There's yeah. that work ethic thing of just going, I actually can't go home because I've got to be here because I'm contracted to be here and I'm being paid. But I'd actually quite like to just be somewhere else right now.
0: But in a way, it's really <laughs> nice that that choice has been taken away from you because it's not like we do things where you can just pick up the phone and go, do you know, I've got. Voice today, I'm not feeling yeah. very well, boss, can I not come in? Yeah. You better be... Your leg better be fucking hanging yeah. off.
1: Well, you have to go into work, don't you, really, to be sent home. They have to look at you and go, no, you are. Your yeah. leg is actually hanging off.
0: Yeah. Did you want to come
1: <laughs> in to work today? Well, I just started i <laughs> you about my <laughs> yeah. leg. That's... I just my you my leg is actually hanging the off, combine so.
0: harvester and yeah. it's
1: sort of... Yeah. Well, is that when you're working on the farm? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it was a bit like school, though, when I wanted to get off school... And I was—you have to go in
1: to show that you're really ill, yeah—and get sent home. Yeah, that was far easier to do, much easier to do, or just lie against the radiator, yeah, and then say to your mum, "I'm really hot." Many, just many, you're boiling. Many tricks. <sighs>
0: You've got to be careful though, really otherwise you don't want tricks. to put the doctors. Yeah. You want to make? There's a fine line.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because then bluffing it at the doctor is not that easy. But somebody said to me. Oh God, twelve months ago, a lady I don't I didn't really know mm. and was chatting to me about work and stuff and said to me, Oh, it must be it must be hard that, you know, pretending to be somebody else all day. And I did that thing where you go, you know, no you you know, do you not take that classic, do you not take that home with you? And you go, Of course I don't take it home with me. You know, it's finished when I've finished work, I get in the car, get driven home. Thank you very much. It was only literally a couple of years ago. I thought, but she's and she sort of started to try and get into it with me, going, "Yeah, but you know, you, you, if you've had a day where you've been playing, as I've done a bit of, you know, mother of dead children and stuff like that. Yeah, how do you shake that off? Because you've actually really had to had to inhabit somebody else's head, you know, and work. And I was still doing the thing, going, "Yeah, but it's you know, it's not you're not." operating on somebody you're not you know you're not a surgeon who's got to you know be careful about what they you know but it was only afterwards I thought yeah that's not it's not that great for our brains I don't think (laughs) I don't think it's always that great for our brains to be going because our brains are really complicated aren't they and there's bits of them I've been reading quite a bit about the brain over the past couple of years there's bits of our brain that hold on to stuff and can't decipher whether that's it's actually happening or it's not happening. Mm. So pretending to be the bereft mother of a, a child that's been murdered for three months, what bit of your brain is going, you've got to really fight the logical bit, it's got to fight the bit that's going, oh, should I be worried about this still? Yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm experiencing these feelings. Are these real feelings? I don't know if this is a real... All of that... It's and also, our mess.
0: imagination is so powerful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It can,
0: it, sometimes it can run away with you.
1: Absolutely.
0: So you must retain something. Yeah. Which is why it, I
1: should have been a librarian, let's be honest. Let, let's go back. That careers teacher was onto something. she <laughs> oh, clearly was. She clearly was.
0: I suppose it's about filtering, isn't it? About how we filter it out.
1: Yeah. And if we can do that, if we're capable of doing that. Yeah. Which we all hope to be capable of doing that as we get older, but I still think, you know...
0: We retain something.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you
0: think it was only when she asked you that question you really thought about it?
1: Yeah, which is weird, isn't it? I'm yeah. in my 50s, for fuck's sake. I know, but sometimes it only takes <laughs> one
0: question, doesn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be something about like that. It takes one question to make you go, oh, I've, I haven't really thought about it like that or I haven't delved into that yeah. as much as I should.
1: Yeah.
0: And then that sets you on another rabbit hole.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
0: Should we go back to the theatre course? To... Yes.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Let's get back there. We go
0: back there. Yeah. She started there.
1: Started there. I did a great time. It was. um It, well, a it was. Of years. It was two years. Yeah. It was A levels as well. So I was doing a theatre studies A level and an English A level, but it was um, it was a great course because a lot of the courses that 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 were about at the time didn't do a lot of. Um, Public shows didn't do a lot of shows, whereas we tended we did one. I think every term, I think that's right. So was It do, wasn't purely, sorry, sorry, It wasn't purely sort of academic... Not at all. No, it was. It was. Up, it, was perfor- it was a performing right. arts course as well. I said Okay. Yeah, it was a performing arts course. So, <clears throat> you know, we did we did dancing, we did singing, we did all the, all, and then we did uh, acting bits as well. So we did we did shows. So sometimes one term we'd maybe do a show they used to be called like highlights which were <laughs> <laughs> which were um a selection of musicals and we'd do maybe three numbers from say five musicals yeah so uh they were good fun they were always great, great fun so you'd be, you know we'd do we you'd go from doing bits from west side story to bits from godspell to bits from I'm trying to think of stuff I did when I was there <clears throat> guys and dolls. Um and then we might the next term we might be doing a, a very serious play. Um yeah, so it, it worked like that. But it was again only now looking back, it was a it was probably a really good insight for me as to how this business works. In what way? <clears throat> because because the level of disappointment that that you you kind of have to come up... ..that I came up against and you've got to just keep... ..you've got to keep going, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, you don't have to keep going, but if you want to do it, you've got to keep going. So there was... Um, I've told this story about 52... ..72,000 times, in fact. Tell my it. Mate, my mates now will be like that.
0: Please tell it again. Because I, I haven't heard it. If I've heard this. it, I'll just stop you. I don't it. think
1: you'll have heard it. <laughs> But um, you can throw something at me if you have. <laughs> uh, one term, we were doing um, two productions at the same time, so, like, in rep. Mm. And we were doing A Midsummer Night's Dream and we were doing a great play called Dark Dark of the Moon, The Dark of the Moon, which is all about a witch boy who falls in love with a human and, you know, is granted... Um, it is turned into a human, but I don't think you can speak. I can't remember the play. This is going really well. But loads of parts in that, like a million parts in that, and A Midsummer Night's Dream. So loads of parts. Loads of parts loads in that. Loads of fairies. So all of that. There's fairies in that one. There was witches and all sorts in the other one. There was, you know, Angry Neighbour in Dark. There was all of those. There was a. There was two classes. There was probably 50-odd kids, maybe. So they were casting these two... Uh, productions so the cast list eventually went up and of course we all and it was that classic that you see in American team movies where the cast list goes up on the wall and everybody sort of yeah what part and did you full, get yeah. all that business yeah <clears throat> and uh we got to the we got to the list going up and there was a crowd of people and people you know oh, oh I've got that oh, I've got that you know and I was properly like the fat one at the back actually shuffling forward to the front of the queue to go what what, I wonder what part I've got, I wonder what part I've got. Looked down, scanned down the whole cast list of Dark of the Moon, my name wasn't on that at all. So I hadn't even got, you know, <laughs> angry neighbours, uncles, wife's best friend, I hadn't even got that in one. The- <laughs> there was nothing on there for me. started to scan down a Midsummer Night's like Stream thinking, oh, if I've not got, you know... If i have not optimistic 18-year-old, if I've not got a part in that, perhaps I've got a really nice part in in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Yeah. Started to scan down that. I was like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Looking through all the parts, nothing, nothing, nothing. Get to the mechanicals, start going down the mechanicals. Here we go. Here we go, and there's my name next to, to Tom Snout. I'm having to really think now if that's the... The name. That is
0: A. Yeah. character. <clears> yeah. <throat> yeah.
1: Tom Snout, Siobhan Finrim. <sighs> right, so, right, so, not only, you can really laugh, it's fine. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> um, so, going, wow, so, wow. So, not only have I not got a part in one of the others, in the play that I have got a part in, I'm playing a boke. <laughs> I'm playing a bloke. Um, and my, my lecturer, Mark, I, I think... And of course, people were kind of, like, doing that thing, going, oh, you're all right, Shiv, you're all right. Oh. And I was doing that thing, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I can remember going home and sitting in the kitchen and my mum was making the tea and chatting to me and I was like, oh, I didn't... I'm just playing... Uh, I've just got one part in them in Mid-Summer Night's Dream... And of course, she was carrying on making the tea. She was like, oh, well, that's good. You know, oh, oh no. Mum. Know Wrong, know. Answer, mum. Yeah. Wrong answer, mum. Wrong answer. Of course, you should be saying, you should have been Titania, my darling. Of course, you should have been Titania. All of that. But my, my lecturer at college, well, it was teacher at college, it wasn't a lecturer, was he? But um, Mark saying to me, are you all right? And me going, doing that brave thing of going, yeah, yeah, no, it'd be great, it'd be great. And him saying to me, like, the biggest backhanded compliment ever. It's just that we didn't we didn't know anybody else who... We didn't know anybody else who could do that. What, you didn't know anybody else who could play a bloke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't know how well this is going. I'm quite... 18. This is quite difficult. I'm 18. I'm quite overweight. I'm 18. I'm quite overweight. I'm really struggling here, as it is with my life. But, um... Thanks for adding to it. Yeah, thanks for adding to that, because I can play a great bloke. <laughs> And, and 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 I should be pleased with that, so I think I suppose that at the time it wasn't the lesson that I wanted to be learning, but you know it's um I suppose that disappointment then mm. you just go well that and that is that is a lot of this business, it is just yeah. you know I think you don't look like a princess Siobhan, so you're not going to be playing a princess, you're not going to be playing a fairy. You're going to be playing one of the mechanicals, which is really funny part. Yeah. And you're going to do it well, and you're going to have a laugh doing it. It's all going to be fun, and it'll be great. And, you know, so just get over the disappointment of the fact that you're not involved in the rest of it, but you're going to be in this bit, and that's, that's that was a good... I suppose it was a good lesson.
0: You didn't feel it at the time, though? Or did I would you- think
1: I was just devastated. I was just really devastated. Yeah. And did that whole thing. God, this is so unfair. This is so unfair. I actually could play that part. And, I, you know, I think I did a lot of that. Get used to it. I mean, just, just get used to it. I Absolutely get
0: used to it. I think disappointment should come for people wanting to, you know, m- try and forge a career. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Business. Cause,
1: yeah. Because you do have to get used to that.
0: Yeah. Do we ever get used to it, though? I don't know.
1: Uh, I think we get... Well, I've found it easy, much easier to just... To just go over the years to go for a meeting and it finishes when I come out the meeting. Oh, you're good at that, are you? Yeah? A bit better. A bit better. <clears throat> a bit better than I was. There's Obviously, there's some stuff you you go up for and you go, oh God, I'd, I would love to have a go at that. But if it's not for you, it's not for you, is mm. it? And um, you know,
0: again, it's the controls taken out of your hands. You course can still want it and throw you out in the ring Yeah. as best you can. Yeah. And if they decide to pick it up, they do. But if they don't, then...
1: Yeah. Yeah, what can you do about that? Nothing you can do. Well, it's like
0: I was saying to... I was mentoring this young lad who graduated this year. And he's been finding it very hard, you know. So mm. I have lots of phone calls with him. He's a very, very sweet, lovely lad. And he got offered a job. And he went... And it was a tour for something. He said, I turned it down. And I said, no, I didn't think it was the right thing. I said, Great. That's good because you've got the power there. The power is that you've got yeah. is to say no. Yeah, and I say it to so many people. I think it's vital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can learn as much by saying no mm. as you can by saying yes to something. Yeah, you got. You know, you got to claw back a little bit of a yeah. little bit of control that we do have.
1: Well, sometimes there's a relief <sighs> in that, isn't there? There's there's a relief in going. Do you know what? All I'm thinking about this is all I'm doing is worrying about this instead of just going. That's fantastic. Yes. When do I start? You worry, you go, oh, what about this? What about that? What, and you go, as soon as you go, I'm not going to do it, you stop You stop all that worrying. Mm-hmm. You stop it all, you stop all those questions, you stop all that, am I going to be able to do this if I do that? Is that? If you just go, no, I'm not going to do it, but then you've just got to sit with your decision and go, I made that decision, I felt relieved about it, now I've got to move on from and that. And
0: you know if it's the right decision, because your gut doesn't lie to you, <clears throat> I, I think.
1: Yeah, d- <clears throat> uh, Yeah. Uh, th- very rare. Very rarely, yeah. Very rarely you yeah. You can get yourself confused though, can't you?
0: Very very easily. Very easily, I can more, very easily more, more so as the years go on. Yes.
1: But I did so I did that two year course and then and then um started a, and applied because I was sort of in it then and there were teachers there who were going, right, the next step on is for you to apply for drama school and this, that and the other so I was massively excited about doing that. Um, Because you've got another three years. Another three years of delicious, what I thought would be delicious training and being given plays to read and being taken to the theatre and getting fish and chips, obviously, on the way home. (laughs) All of that business with like-minded people who were all, you know... So very excited about that. And and then found out that you had to pay to do that in the first place. So Mm. I think my mum and dad... And I was I worked. I worked in the local news agents. I'd worked in the news agents from being about fourteen, so but not I worked in the news agents. Yeah. It's a good job, is not it? Yeah, it's yeah. great. I ate most of the sweet counter. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I,
0: but I did get to smoke in the back room.
1: Oh, really good. Yeah. I never got to do that. I did get absolutely hammered one Christmas Eve. What at work? At work, yeah. Not good.
0: It's not it's not the best look, is it?
1: Really not good. <laughs> really not good. Got home and crashed through the front door. My mum's was like what have you been doing? I was like, just had a few drinks at work. I was absolutely hammered. <laughs> hammered ruined my Christmas. Anyway. Um <laughs> so I started applying for drama school, but my mum and dad, I think, I think this is what happened because I can't really remember. We're kind of like, okay, but you can't apply to all of them. Cause it was it was maybe twenty quid. Probably not even that much, it was maybe twenty quid mm. to to just apply. And then, of course, it would be a case of going on down on the train, maybe having to stay Mm. over in London. Money, money, money. Money, 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 yeah. So it was a case... I think they said you can do... Or they would pay for me to audition for three, and I paid to audition for the fourth one. So I applied to... And, of course, I didn't really know where to apply, so I just applied to the ones that I'd heard about. So I applied to RADA, and RADA Guildhall... um, central and drama center because drama center was the one that looked a bit alternative and a bit you know and I thought well yeah I'll go there because that looks a bit different yeah you know? um and so did my auditions for those
0: was there anybody helping you with guidance for the auditions or were you just doing it kind of off your own back
1: well there was a bit of, there was help at college cuz because of course I'd been doing we'd been doing um, pieces, you know, would you, you were to do. Sometimes we'd have to do like you, you know, go off and learn a Shakespearean queen and something else, you know.
0: And then would you have to sort of perform? <coughs> and you'd it have gone? to perform
1: them in front of the rest of the group, right? Or, or definitely in front of the the teachers. And so there was a help. There was there was a help there, but there was like fifty of us, and I think forty five of us were all auditioning for drama school. So. You know, and you could do. I suppose you could do. I did. You do your pieces with your mates and stuff, and get them to give you a bit of a clue as to what was going on. But, um, but I really, when I think back, I really wasn't prepared to go and do what was, what was sort of expected. You know what I mean? Mm. And also, when I think back, the um, the pieces that sometimes the the, the, the there were set pieces that the, the drama schools were saying you've got to do one of these, and you can do something of your own a modern piece you bring your own modern piece but you've got to choose out of these three shakespearean pieces and when i think back now i can remember my audition at drama center and the which was at, was which was like a nightmare it was like Why? a living nightmare because it was one of those where i got there and it was a room quite quite a packed room of people and then i was taken into the audition room which was like the size of a football pitch with a panel, you know, the table, the long table, yeah. a mile away from the stage, and the young lad who taken me in sat at the back of the room, and I was on a stage, and they'd they'd asked, I think that th- one of the Shakespearean pieces, or you know, whichever ones they'd suggested we had to do, one of them was a was a queen, I can't remember what, but she was obviously supposed to be about seventy.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, completely and utterly ridiculous, an eighteen-year-old. Girl trying to pretend to be an eighteen-year-old Shakespeare, uh, an eight-year-old at Shakespeare and Queen. So I did that, and just got there was just nothing. There was like a there was like a silence, oh. probably because it was fucking awful what I'd just done.
0: I know, but still, but still, that, anything that just
1: this big silence. And then for my modern piece, <laughs> oh my god. I decided to do, I don't know why I thought this was going to be a good thing to do at Drama Centre, for God's sake. Um, a Vic- Victoria Wood had done a sketch about being an amateur dramatics director. Yeah. Do you know it? No, but this is, I'm just picturing Victoria Wood at Drama <laughs> Centre. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean, completely unequipped to be there. I just was not, you know, and probably like in my best clothes as well. Do you know what I mean? So oh, I just yeah. looked ridiculous like my best clothes on and done my hair nicely and everything not the kind of alternative sort of lunatic that I think that they probably wanted at that time <laughs> i was just a lunatic so there was and i did this victoria wood sketch which is very funny it's about she's she's a amateur amdram director and she's directing a production of hamlet so it's just ridiculous but it's funny The company's called the Pycrus Players. It's, you know, it's daft. But it was good fun and I was really comfortable doing it and enjoyed doing it. And I can remember the student at the back who'd take me into the room starting to laugh at the beginning, thinking, oh, thank God, there's something coming back from this room. Nothing from anybody else. And even he lost the will to live halfway through because I think he just felt embarrassed because he was sort of... I did not know if he worked out, he was thinking, does this poor girl think I'm laughing at her or I'm laughing with her or whatever. Oh, God. It was just one of those. And I I can remember he then had to leave me out, having been then questioned, questions that I just didn't know the answer to. Mm. I didn't know what they were talking about half the time. Somebody had asked me a question from the right side of the table. As I started to answer that, some... Other twats from the end. I'd start asking me something else. So yeah. it was just my. You're I was overwhelmed. I was completely yeah. overwhelmed yeah. by it and not no, not having any clue what I was doing. Um, and I can remember getting up and, and going out of the room. The lad took me out of the room, and I was I must have been ashen. I was like, "Is it is it always that bad?" And he he was like, "Yeah, yeah, but I, that that other what well, that other one you did." What, not my Shakespearean queen? <laughs> my 80-year-old Shakespearean what, queen? What, that I smashed? <laughs> you didn't like that one? <laughs> Worked really hard, <laughs> <had> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Yeah, I learnt all my lines, everything. Um,
0: <laughs> Which is, that's all you need to do, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. I know it. Yeah. Um, and he was like, yeah, but that, that, other, that other one was, oh, that, that was funny. It was just one of those where you go walked away from it going, that, that was a horrible that was a horrible experience. And was that I your did, first
0: one? Was that your first audition? It
1: could have been my first one, God. yeah. But I did, I did the four of them, mm. didn't get in anywhere, so again, then massive disappointment again of opening the letter and going, you've not got in, so you again go, oh, right, OK, I don't know what to do now. I don't know... <clears throat> I don't know... Cos, of course, in that naive, immature 18-year-old's head, you go, well, if I get into there... I've done this little step now doing the performing arts. If I then get into drama school, that'll be the next big step because then once you come out of there, I'll I'll have been in that environment for three years and people know how to do it and how to get on with it mm. and what you do next and and I'll also have this <clears throat> wealth of knowledge of scripts, you know, I'll I'll be able to understand Shakespeare by the time I've done three years at drama school. So and that sort of I think in my head somewhere going, and that's really what I want to do. I want to go and work at the RSC because I'd seen it when I was all of that. Mm. Didn't get anywhere, um, so had to get a job. So got a job working as uh, I, I would. I would like to say nanny, but I wasn't a nanny because that makes it sound quite glamorous. I was actually a mother's help. Right. That's how my job was described mother's as a help. mother's help. I was a living mother's help and I worked for somebody who worked for the um, health authority. So sometimes she was away overnight. So I looked after her, <clears throat> two little girls. I hated it. I shouldn't be saying that because they might be listening. It's all right. But it's just because it, it wasn't what I wanted to be doing. Of course not. And, was this... and it was absolutely fine, don't get me wrong. I didn't, I didn't hate them or anything. I just I was just not doing what I wanted to be doing.
0: Was this with the intention to... Reapply to drama school or d- yeah, yeah,
1: it was with the intention to go it was I think also, and I needed to leave home, and that meant I was leaving home because that was another thing about getting to nineteen, I would have been going to drama school, I was going to leave home um, and so i I did leave home, but only to only to live. I lived uh, sort of out towards Stockport way, that right. way. But not, I lived not in with. Far. No, not no. far enough, really, but, no. but I wasn't living in the house. So I, um, yeah, went to work there with the intention, like you say, of reapplying for the following September, it would been, wasn't mm. it? Um, and then my boyfriend at the time, uh, very good friends of his, her father had just passed away, and he said, ''I want to go and visit them.'' And so I went with him, and this friend, who is now my best mate, Mm. Miss Belinda Peach, the fabulous Miss Belinda Peach... um, What a great name. Great name, what a great name. Her mum ran a small theatre school up in Strines called Brayside Theatre School, and I went up to, to visit them with my boyfriend at the time for him to um, pay his respects because they'd just lost their husband and dad. And mm. got on with them really well <clears throat> um, and obviously discussed that we have been... I'd been at college, we'd been at college together doing this theatre studies course and what have you, and she said, oh, you could Mum does classes sometimes, you could come up to some of Mum's classes and what have you to just keep Get doing handed, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so... I, I, I was also involved in another, like, l- little group of, of students who hadn't gone off to drama school, who hadn't gone off to university after college. So we were all working on stuff together, you know, psychodramas, you know, those kind of st- that kind of stuff that you do at <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did all that. And out of the meeting with Belinda, um, she said to me one week, she was like, we've got somebody coming to audition next week for girls your age really but it's to play it's to play like a 16 year old but it's for a film but we think you're the right age and stuff so can we put your name down on our list of of girls that are going to be seen here and i said yeah so you've got to do a couple of auditions you've got to audition for them so you've got to come with a, an audition piece and they want it to be quite gritty and quite you know well i think i think she just said quite gritty so don't tip up and, you know, don't tip up and give your Titania from A Midsummer Night's Dream. Or,
0: or your Victoria words.
1: <laughs> or, my, or, my Victoria, or your 98-year-old Shakespearean queen. <laughs> don't bother with those this time, Siobhan. <laughs> Maybe try and bring something a little modern to the, the audition. Yeah. So I went and did this audition and the the lady who was there, who I now know was Beverly Keogh, said, can you come back um, <clears throat> next week and and we'll see you again. So I think I went back and saw them again. At the time, I didn't really know what it was for. We knew it was for a film, but but, but even that wasn't really registering with me. It was no. just... I was just doing what I wanted to be doing again, so that was great. Mm. Um, so I think I saw Beverly again, and then she said, right, can you come back next week, and you're going to meet the director and the producer, and, you know, so it was, it was a big, massive recall situation. So Beverly, I think, had been seeing people up here and in, in this area <clears throat> and she was recalling everybody. So it was like it was like thousands of girls were there really, but she'd also said these girls that you're up for this girl you're up for playing is now <clears throat> I think they'd sort of said, you know, it's quite hard and tough and blah 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 blah. So if you can kind of come in dressed for the part that would be great. I don't think I'd seen any scripts. I can't remember if I'd seen any scripts at all. So I turned up for this audition, looking like a prostitute from the episode of an episode of The Bill right. back in the day. I looked, I mean, prostitute slash drag queen. I, I had that much makeup on, I think had backcombed my hair, so it was like four, four <laughs> off my head and, then, and, and went into this like cattle market, basically mm. audition room, and we went in in groups of about ten or fifteen, sat in a row of chairs, and just read with um, the two actors who I think had already been cast by then. And it just got whittled down all day. So they'd go, you know, out of the 15 of you that come in, you 10 can go home, you 5 can stay. It was it was like that. That's all I remember all day going in and out, in and out, until it got down to about four of us, and I was still there. I was still... one. I, by that one I was, like, one of the four. In and out and in out again. OK, then and then... Uh, right? Can you stay and can we work? Can we do a bit more work on some of these scenes? Um,
0: got a long old day.
1: It was a really long day. Were yeah. you
0: feeling the pressure as it sort of carried on and progressed? It, and it got whittled down, or were you? I
1: think so. I think I was. I think I was just slightly uh, bewildered by the whole thing because I'd never been in a. I'd never been in a process like that before. No, of course, I didn't really understand what they were actually doing, mm. and also. At any moment, they could have said, "Right, you can go home." So, you know, we don't need to see you anymore. Um, So, yeah, that did did that day, and then they said, they said, you know, we'd like what we'd like you to do next is, can you come to London next week? And we need you to meet the other, like the executive producers, and we need you to read a bit for them and do that for them. So, I went off to London. Uh, and went and met the producers and the executive producers. And at the end of the me chat, sitting, and chatting, and having to read bits with them and stuff, they said to me, "We would really like you to do this." So I can remember going, "Right, thanks." <laughs> Not no understanding of what of they were what actually, actually no understanding of what they were saying to me at all. Getting to Euston. And walking out in a bit of a daze and being like, oh, you know, thank, thanks so much, thanks so much. But, of course, no understanding of what was going to happen next. Getting to Houston and using the phone box, this is how long ago it was, putting the 10 in and saying to my mum, just my mum answering the phone, I know, you're all right, are you getting the train back? Yeah, yeah. They've, mum, they've said they want me to do this. And I'm going, right. Not, I mean, just no idea what we were doing yeah. at all, no idea. And going home, and then it just was a weird... Process of then suddenly somebody going so you are doing this. Um, Have you got your equity card? No. Okay, well we'll have to look into that because you know the film company will have to try and work that out because that was back in the day it was you had to have your equity card to work unless it went to some kind of arbitration or or the or the film company I think at the time had to say these are the people we've seen but we don't want to use those we, we want. want to use Siobhan. Yeah. So what can we do about that? And I'd done singing in clubs and stuff and so there, there was all that going on them trying to get my equity card because of that.
0: Um and you had to do a certain amount of hours.
1: Yeah, to do which I'd done 10 times, but of course not been aware that you could get your equity card. That way. What was it? Because it was like a right. Catch you had to do, to do, wasn't it? Yeah, you had to do so many hours, and you had to you had to be paid and have done so many hours, or get it. Yeah, but you you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't do work. it without it. Yeah, yeah. I can't. So, so, yeah, I can't remember some, something I can't, like that. It, was, yeah, it, it was all changed. But yeah, um, and 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 so it seemed to be then really quickly. Having them said, we want you to do it. I was in Bradford in a rehearsal room. Rehearsing for Rita 2 and Bob 2 30 million years ago now. (laughs) And then being in a film.
0: So this is. Having
1: no clue, literally clueless as to what was going on, what was happening, what I was doing.
0: I mean, was there a sense of freedom in that by not. Having any sort of flame of reference about what you were doing, you're just going in there. I, th-
1: I think I, I don't think I ever felt that, but there must have been. There must have just been like, I have to just do what I think I have to do, mm. and not not overthink it and not and not, you know, not be thinking. I wonder what I wonder how she would walk, and I wonder how I wonder if she'd wear those shoes, <laughs> and is this mullet haircut? <laughs> This Correct, this right character. <laughs> All of that kind of stuff. None of that. I just literally sat in the chair, somebody cut my hair, they put the clothes on, the shoes on, and walked down the road. It was that kind of stuff. And I suppose uh Alan Clark, if I can drop that massive name clanging around <laughs> on the floor, the way he shot it as well was quite... uh free it wasn't a re- it wasn 't a regimented shoot it wasn 't you're right, like, the camera's being set up here, and we 're going to shoot this, this? Mm. It was a lot of steady cam, which of course i didn 't know. I thought everybody shot everything yeah. with a camera attached them running backwards down a road, <clears throat> all of that kind of stuff um, but yeah it, and we shot it in about five weeks does it that quick yeah,
0: and I bet you never thought for one instance when you were going oh i, I don 't you know, if you felt a bit uncomfortable, but you never thought, well, "Wait a minute, Siobhan, you've—they saw so many people for this part." Of
1: course, I didn't no, think of that. You didn't. Of course, I didn't, because I still expected somebody on set to come up on set and go, "You know."
0: Soft metal town.
1: You've given it. You've done your best. Yeah. You just... did a re- you did a really good try, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you've had a really good try. You were it. enjoying
0: yourself, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. We could see that. Yeah. 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 But for a first film, putting everything else aside... A first job. First job? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, some of the content of that film for a young woman it's quite full on.
1: It was, it was horrific. Yeah.
0: It was horrific. How did you feel about doing it? I don't publicity? think I
1: dared feel anything about it. And certainly I not just,
0: even ask any questions about it.
1: Not at all. I just had no... I just had... I, I mean... I, yeah, it was. It's a bit blurry. All of that. I mean, thank God it was. Thank God it was George Costigan, yeah. which sounds a very weird sentence to say. Thank God it was George <laughs> Costigan who was pretending to shag me in that film because I don't know how I'd have gone on with anybody else. But, <laughs> but, but. but um, Just for it,
0: those people listening who all oh, right have never have seen never it, never seen it. Yeah, we should sort of give a bit of
1: um, <clears throat> yeah context. Okay, it's it's basically a film about two. Two 16-year-olds, just about, I think.
0: Just about. Just about, uh,
1: um, who babysit for a character. They're they're Rita and Sue, the two girls, and they babysit for a character called Bob and his wife, Michelle. And I don't know. I mean, there's no nice way of putting it, is there, this? And they basically are shagging Bob. Both of them. Both of them.
0: Yeah. Two schoolgirls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two schoolgirls, yeah. And that's sort of what the film's about. I mean, it's not just about that. No. It's about, you no. know, it's a whole slice of society and yeah. having a look at what's going on. Would it get made now? No. 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 And it, and should it get made now? No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. Um, and should it have been made then? <sighs> Probably not, but should we have been doing a lot of things? Don't know. Well... Then. We can't get into that, comic, um, But that was what the film was about.
0: We can get into it.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to.
1: No. Um, but no, it wouldn't get made now. it wouldn't get made now. I mean... It wouldn't get made now with, with the the amount of fun that they injected into it then, would it? They couldn't do it, you know? No. I don't think we'd be all laughing at people dancing until we're having a gangbang. No, no, no.
0: I mean, I was yes. Times have changed, but even I remember looking back on it then and think being quite shocked by it then. It was
1: really shocking, and I don't think I was aware of how shocking it was at all at the time. I just, I, I think it was all because it was all just overwhelming that that I was even. I was even being paid to be in a film. It, yeah. was, it was all, yeah, it was all overwhelming. I can remember going to the... Um, there was a film festival in Brighton and we went down there and I think that might have been where it, would, where it had its first release. And the press... We were, we were on a, a road table, tape, you know, behind a desk. There was, all the press filled the room and of course i was completely oblivious to the fact that they were going to come at us about it <clears throat> so naive i mean so naive but i was i was 19 it was 19 years of age and probably very immature and but very naive to what they were going to ask questions about and of course it started and you sort of sitting there thinking oh my god this is really Gonna cause problems. What, for people. what kind of stuff were they asking? It was just. It was all kind of like. It was. Well, it was the whole. The headlines and stuff were things like Thatcher's Britain with its knickers down and stuff like that. And it was a case of: Does is this really going on on council estates up north? And of course, what the producer and the director and everybody was trying to say is, of course, it, it's it's going on all over the world. This sort of thing is going on all over the world. But actually, we're not looking at that. We're looking at, we're looking at this, the the conditions people are living in, the way, well, just the way people are are having to live their lives. And if they're only managing to get a bit of fun by doing A, B, or C, mm. um, wh- why we're we not looking at that? Why we're we not looking at people having Healthy, fulfilling lives. Why are we not looking at the fact that these people are on the breadline? Why were all of those things? Um, they, of course, just wanted to concentrate on the fact that there was a a married man who was supposedly in his thirties having sex with two sixteen-year-old girls. Yeah. Of course, they did.
0: Of course, because that's an easy.
1: <clears throat> the f- a film that was out at the same time was a film called Wish Wish You Were Here, which yeah. had Emily. Oh. Sorry, um, can't remember her name. Really sorry. Oh
0: my goodness! I've got her. Emily. She was Lloyd. Emily. Lloyd. Emily Lloyd. There we go. That Roger, was good. Roger, Roger Lloyd, Lloyd Pack's, Pack's daughter. daughter. Yeah,
1: Emily Lloyd. And in that film, she was a young girl. Yeah. Having sex, I think, in the shed mm. with a much, older older man. Much older man. Yeah, older man. But that and that. But that was set in the. Fifties, maybe I'm making that up now. Maybe set in the forties or fifties. I can't remember. There was no kind of. um, I can remember thinking at the time, "Wow, this is weird because we're getting hammered here, yeah, and nobody's nobody's talking about that film when exactly the same thing is is going on, but nobody's really talking about it. Um, Maybe because that film's prettier, but." we just didn't. We just where didn't it was know. set. Where it was set, the time period it was set in. That, the that class? The, uh, a, maybe class all of that. Discussion? Maybe maybe that. Maybe that was going on. I didn't. I didn't know. Um, but I can remember at this Brighton Film Festival thinking, <laughs> "I'm going to have to ring my mom and tell her what's going on in this film because." Had
0: you not told like your mum and dad that no. what was
1: going on in the film? No. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, love, no. No. I wasn't having those kind of chats. By the way, I'm playing somebody who's shagging the... No. But did your mum ever go, it's
0: great, you've got this film, tell me what...
1: You it's know what, I don't, I don't remember us even having conversation. about it because I think it was... Because it was so weird for yeah. the whole family. You know, it... it and I, I still think my dad was probably still pushing secretarial courses under my nose going... <laughs> Oh, well, this is great, but maybe have a look at that to just, do. Just in case. And he, he, I right, was he? I could have earned money over the years if I'd have actually done me, me typing. Yeah. Um, but I can remember thinking, I'm going to have to ring my mum because in the staff room tomorrow, they'll have all, they'll have all the papers in the staff room. And it, <clears throat> definitely one of the titles, definitely one of the headlines was Thatcher's Britain with the Knickers Down... And another one of them I can remember really clearly was the film that turned the festival blue. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my God, what am I, you know, I'm, how am I going to explain this? And what I am going to have to discuss now. And surely what,
0: it's going to be better coming out of your mouth than it is yeah. reading from the press. Yeah.
1: And I think I, I, write, I maybe rang the school, or maybe rang the school because, of course, I'd I'd only clocked that morning, gone, oh my god, yeah, this is going to be, on, this is on the papers, this is going to be there, and um, rang my mum and just sort of said, you know, don't panic, you know, these headlines are much worse than, than, mm, uh, but are they? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the much worse than actually happens, and you I, I'm not nude. I, I can't remember, I don't know if I'd said anything like that. I can't really remember the conversation. And I think some some colleague of hers at work had just said, I'm just going to show you this before you go into the staff room, which was probably a great thing, yeah. instead of her sitting there trying to have her morning cup of tea, suddenly going, that's our Siobhan. So, um, yeah, so I did that. Did you... F- <laughs>
0: Did you feel protected when you were filming that? I know you said it was very... You think back and it's quite a blurry time.
1: Uh, Protected in what way, darling? Do you, you mean just looked after? Looked after. Given, it, given, given, given the, the content. content
0: of the scenes that you were doing. I mean, was how old was Michelle at the time? Was she around the similar age to you?
1: But The same age, yeah. yeah, I think the same age. Um. But Michelle had been working from being I think was probably 14, she was, 15, yeah, maybe younger. Kid. Yeah. So yeah. she so, so her just her knowledge of being in that working environment was was completely different than mine. Yeah. She,
0: sorry, this is Michelle Holmes we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, about sorry, as well. yeah, yeah, just yeah.
1: People <clears throat> um so yeah, I, I, Do you know what, Craig? I can't remember. I don't I don't remember feeling um
0: taken advantage
1: of. No, not at all. I don't I don't I don't feel like that. And like I said, you know, George was a a, a an experienced actor yeah. as well as a really lovely human being. Mm. So, you know, and and a lot of the and and to be fair, those the the kind of uh the big scene up on the moors actually ends up it's like it's farcical in a way. Yeah. So, there's nothing, you know, we were never asked to take off. We were never told to take our clothes off. We were never no. asked, you know, there was none of that ever went on. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. If, I mean, I, I, I felt vulnerable the whole time I was doing the job just because I was in a. But, but I'm so I just pro- had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> say, not for one
0: specific reason, for all sorts of different reasons. Yeah, all sorts yeah. of
1: reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So what was the next stage after that? Were you thinking, oh well, I've made a film now, and I... did you feel like you'd learn a lot doing that film?
1: Um, no, I don't think I did feel like I'd learn. I just was getting through it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was just. Which makes sense. Yeah, I was just there doing it, um, and after that, because I didn't end up, I didn't end up still with my equity card. I still didn't have an equity card after that. Yeah, it all went to pot. I can't. Again, sorry because I've got yeah, no brain because yeah. it's thirty odd years ago. Um, I can't remember what doesn't happened. Doesn't
0: remember stuff. Well, I think we're having a really good conversation. Oh, okay, that's far. good. Okay, good. <laughs> I really went not worry. <clears throat>
1: um, so, uh, but I didn't have my equity card, and so then it was trying to get me. To, uh, then again, trying to get my equity card, and then again because of the connection of Rita and Bob too. Julia, the wonderful Julia North, who's George Costigan's missus. Hmm was working at the Half Moon Theatre in Stepney Green. And I went back and worked. I went, I, I just went out and got jobs, you know. Uh, so I went and I demonstrated spirographs one Christmas in Lewis's in Manchester. <laughs> 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 and I worked in Samuel's, a Julia. I just had to go and get a job because there was no income. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it was weird. I was going off to, like, this film being screened at places. You know, going off, at, I suppose, premieres now. Not that it felt like that. And then it was just a screening. Um, but no. Couldn't talk about and well, had nothing to talk about. You know, I was I was working. Yeah. Um,
0: but was your eye still on going to train? Yeah. Yeah,
1: there was still that, but I'd missed that then. I'd missed that because of the film. The I'd film then missed it. Yeah, that September. So yeah, it was way so another... it, it would have been another twelve months. Well, so that's
0: <clears> loud. that's like <loud>. so <coughs> so two, two years, years on. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which probably now would have been a brilliant time for me to go because because I'd have been a little bit more savvy, you know, to work out what was going on. But yeah. um, uh, anyway, couldn't seem to get. A job couldn't seem to get picked up. Didn't understand I needed an agent. I mean, all of this stuff that you kind of go, you know. Now it's great. Like you were just saying before about mentoring somebody, you can say to them, "Right, you sort of need to go along this path. You need to find out this. Try and go and speak to them. Do a bit of this. Do a bit of that." Mm. There was nobody that I that I had to talk to about anything like that. I just didn't understand it. I still didn't understand the business I was in. Anyway, George's lovely wife, Jules, rang one day and said, look, we are... She was working at the Half Moon Theatre as maybe an assistant director at the time, I can't remember, I think she must have been, um, and said, we are auditioning for the chorus in a production of a show called Poppy, which is a kind of musical. It's about the opium wars, so it's not jolly but it, it was good fun we're auditioning for the chorus I'm going to put your name down can you sing so of course I said yes <laughs> can you sing I can hold a tune there we go So. Um, that means yes <laughs> so um, I'm going to put your name down for this uh, to audition and so come in and audition next week and bring a song and blah 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 okay so I went off for this audition, of course, with, you know, half of London, again, who were all... ..who could all dance and... Say, you know, everybody I was auditioning with. Um, and I think I had to do... I might have even had to do my Victoria Wood again, I can't remember, for this audition. But bring out the classic. Bring out fun. the classic, yeah. And also just something that I was comfortable with, I knew was fun. And, yeah. you know, Um, did this audition for Chris Bond, who was the artistic director at the Half Moon Theatre then, and the musical direction people, and kind of just about got through a song, not being able to breathe, because I didn't know how to breathe and sing at the same time so I just held my breath at the start of the song (laughs) and hoped it would last until I got to the end. (laughs) And then maybe put a few dance moves in at the end just to show them that I could move about, even though I was actually struggling to breathe at that stage. But, um, yeah, um, anyway, went off after that, and I can remember Jill's ringing me on the Monday morning. I think I'd auditioned the the week before on the Monday. Ringing her on the Monday morning and just saying to me, Hi, darling. I thought, oh. And she said, look, I'm really, really sorry, but um hang on a minute, I've got to go. So I put the phone down at my mum and dad's and thought, God, why, that was quite brutal. <laughs> I've obviously not got the job, but I didn't think I was going to do because I was in a room full of, you know, pe- people to me who were all amazing. You know, yeah. they were all doing warm-ups and stretches and, you know... And, uh, and she rang me back about half an hour late and she said, um, right, Chris, as as I was on the phone to you, Chris, the artist director, walked in and said, have you rung anybody yet? And she said, no, no, not rung anybody. said, because I want Siobhan to do it because I, I, he'd enjoyed my audition, basically. I think whatever... I think I might have done with Victoria Wood again. Mm. But that had got, it got a laugh and it had been fun and stuff. But he said, I've got to now have a fight with the musical director, who apparently had said, Well, she can sing. She doesn't know she can sing. She can sing, but that's not that's not a voice. I can't, I can't train her to sing. Doing During a musical. I need I need somebody to just be on it. Yeah. So, you know, that I can teach the harmonies to, that it's not it's not gonna be a struggle to. But he said, I'm gonna have that fight with him this morning and You know, if he wants such and such a body, then I'll say, right, okay, you can have them, and then I want Siobhan. So I ended up in the chorus of this musical called Poppy at the Half Moon Theatre in London, and I got my equity card. Finally. Playing the back end of a horse called Randy. (laughs) Pantomime horse. Pantomime horse called Randy, and that's what I had to do a lot of the time. So I'd gone from me to a mum to shagging in the back of a car to being a randy horse in a Someone musical. Say a connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I got my equity card doing that. So, yeah. So then what? Um, then again, just n- n- not. And I think some. You're on a
0: path now. Some,
1: I'm sort of on a path, but it's going all over the place. And I think somebody. Well, it's at, never smooth. It's no, a no, of course it? not. I think somebody at the. Somebody at the theatre then um, was saying, you know, right, you need to try and get yourself an agent. But I was basically in a horse, the back of a horse costume, half of this play, and then when you did see my face, I think it was in maybe two numbers on stage, but <clears throat> they were saying to me, yeah, but you've done a film. Yeah. You've been in this film, so you, you can go and see agents and they'll at least know who you are because they'll have seen this film... So they can't come and see you in this, necessarily, because there's really nothing for us to see unless they're...
0: But you've got something there to
1: show them. Yeah, unless yeah. they're a you know, pantomime horse agent, and that's all they do. There must be a few of those. I'm sure there are a few. <laughs> and um so he... Uh, I think some... It was, again, I was being helped then, because I I was clueless. I was being helped. People were saying, maybe go and do this, maybe write to this person... Mm. Or, do you know what, this this person's a mate, I'm friends with a casting person, let me talk to them and see where they should send you, or where you should go, or who you should write to. And uh, and that's what I did. I think it was, Ayub khan Din was in that production with me, and right. me and him just had a great time too. We had a great laugh together, both from up here. Um, and I think it might have been his agent's husband or something that just said... You know you should maybe go and see these people they'll they'll definitely just get you in even for it's just for a cup of tea, yeah, and have a chat with them and so I went to see a few of them, and I went to see my first agent who was called Shane Collins. I went to meet him and um and he said during during the meeting I was chatting to him, he said, "Look, I will take you on because because you've done this film, you've now got your equity card, I can take you on because I can." Put you up for stuff, and I can get you seen for stuff mm. now. So that's sort of where it started, really.
0: And was drama school and training was that in the past now? Did you think?
1: Yeah, oh. yeah. Even though I'm still chippy about it. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Explain to me why.
1: Because Do you, th- you uh, because I th- I'm not still I try not to be chippy about it. I get the piss taken out of me because um, people go yeah because it's really you've really struggled, haven't you? Your careers. Prison never really taken off because you didn't go to drama school, have you? <laughs> they do a lot of that with me. I think it's just that feeling of never feeling like I was proper. And if I'd would if i done three years at drama school, I might have been proper because at, at least I'd have read a few more plays. So I could have I were... done that in the privacy of my own home, let's be yeah, honest, true. but I didn't do that. But you, um,
0: you would have felt, Siobhan would have felt accepted.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: You must feel accepted now, though. Yeah. Good.
1: I was reluctant on it. I do, but I, I even I lasted a play about five years ago, and uh, I can remember one day having a cup of tea and, you know, I was working with actors who, they'd all been to see stuff that week, and that you know, and, and just stand there thinking I can't contribute anything to this conversation other than. Did anybody watch Gogglebox last night? <laughs> but because
0: sometimes we need that question. We do need that well.
1: question, and 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 also that's that's again me going. I'm going, and you're just being judgmental now about people who've been to the theatre three times this week because you think that's stupid, you know. And of course, it's not stupid. It's what they love doing, and, and, and of course, it's not a stupid thing to do. But but again, thinking, oh, you know. Is this because I didn't go to drama school? A lot of that. I think there's a lot of that. Do you worry? That I didn't go to drama school?
0: No, just in general. Are you a worrier? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying not, I try not to be. And I criticise people for being like that. My best mate. I say to Christ, you'd be worried if you weren't worried. Yeah. You know... You'd be worried about that. You'd be worried about the fact you've got nothing to worry about. Mm. So I'd try not to do that. But, um, yeah, it is that thing into it of just, are are you good enough? You know.
0: Do you think that ever goes away?
1: Uh, I think some days it goes away completely and then other days it comes back like a bastard, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And goes, I'm just going to actually today No, you're not going to be good enough today. I'm just going to have a bit of a go. I'm much better, though, if I've had a day at work that I don't think has gone very well. You know, years ago, maybe not that long ago, but I'd have gone home and been really upset and bothered by and that. Giving and given yourself hard time Really about giving it. myself hard time and mm-hmm. thought, you know, you knew what you wanted to do with that scene and, or, you know, why didn't you do, or, or, why didn't you cry today? You know, you should have been crying all the way through all, all those daft things that you can come away with and go, I didn't I didn't do that as well as I should have done or as well as I could have done, but I'm much better now at going, OK, that didn't go as well as I wanted it to, but That's that well. was down... It's gone, yeah, and also that was down to the fact that we had five minutes to do it, or there was that, you know, and so all of those... External things that you that you're not in control of. Just being able to go, well, I did it. I did it to the best of my ability. In those surroundings. In that in that situation, yeah. everybody else was working to the best of that. You know, it was all that was, and that was maybe just the way it was meant to be. So I'm much better at that. Ye- years ago, I would have, I'd have been been beside myself thinking oh what a what a waste of time
0: yeah and then if you're like that sometimes because i've all been in that situation yeah it carries over and bleeds into the next day of course it does yeah of course it does and you then
1: you're carrying that with you going Mm. i think they thought i was shit yesterday you know and if if somebody doesn't you know just say morning to you think oh they've not even spoken to me today because they knew i was shit yesterday (laughs) because i was shit that lovely props bloke that I always say good morning to can't even look me in the eye this morning because he went because <laughs> he went home last night and went, thought she was alright, but she was shit yesterday. <laughs> what was she I saying was
0: before? Imagination shit. is so powerful. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The spirals. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Has there ever been a point where you've thought, I'm just not gonna do this anymore?
1: <laughs> yeah, most jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I can't do anything else, that's the awful thing. If I could think about doing something else, I, mean, I th- um Well, that's always, when it's good and you're having a great time, of course you don't think like that, do you? You think, you know, this is great fun, you stood working, where, whether that's in the theatre or on set, laughing your head off, having a great time with a load of lovely people who yeah. are all wanting to be there and wanting to be it to be made the best thing ever, you know, of course you don't feel like that, but, <clears throat> um, and I do love, I do love my job, I love what I do and yeah. if I'm having fun doing it, then that's great. Um, and I know we flirt with it, we flirt with that, oh, I might just
0: do something else. But yeah. To flirt and to do, and to really mean it though, of, you know, it's, yeah. Two ends of the spectrum.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I don't think it's always the the healthiest profession for people to be in. I just think you know, mentally you've got to be, or well, you're not got to be, but you you maybe should be, really strong strong mentally to just go. Because we get knocked, I think, a lot of the time. Not not in not in any big way, but just.
0: No, but it can seem big at the time, and all yeah. you've got to do is try and be as resilient as possible. Yeah, right? absolutely. It, it takes its toll.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there's that. It's, it, it can it can be wearing, I suppose, the thing, isn't it, where you just go, and it's relentless, and, and people still trying to get trying to get jobs, and it's not, it's not plain sailing, it's just... And you can go on to a job, like you said before, you can go on to a job that you think's maybe going to be amazing, and day two you're thinking, wow, I don't... I'm getting a really funny vibe off you. you're not somebody I can kind of play with or you know what I mean? Again, that's that's the worry All of, of that, work, and then it? and then and then you've got to be strong to just go, right, well that's not about me. That's about them, or you know. But because how many people can do that no, just I mean, without thinking? we know about that it
0: very rarely is, very rarely is about you, but you, you would think it is because you would worry that you've upset somebody.
1: Absolutely, yeah upset them or... And also, you
0: know, we don't know what's going on in other people's lives and everybody has bad days. And of course. Sometimes they just don't bring it to work or they do bring it to work and it yeah. sort of manifests itself in a certain way. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it's, diffi- it's difficult to s- well, it's difficult to see that. You can't see that in yourself sometimes, can you? So? No. It's you know impossible to see it in somebody else unless they're actually stood in front of you weeping, saying, I'm having a really shit time, can you help me? Mm. Which we don't do very often, do we? But, then um, No, we don't. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I just flirt with the idea of, you know, retiring and taking up gardening. No interest in gardening whatsoever.
0: <laughs> just trying to find something else to do.
1: None whatsoever. Um, no.
0: Something else I was going to ask you, then.
1: I've got mates who are saying, please write that down. Can you start writing that down? If I'm telling funny stories and stuff like that. Uh, you know, or... <clears throat> we're chatting about stuff we're just chatting about life, and they go, "Oh, have we would be thought about writing no. do
0: you not think that's something you would do, even if you just sort of writing it down,
1: maybe for my own amusement, yeah, but I'm kind of in awe of people who can you know go over written this script. I yeah. think, bloody hell, where did you find the time to do that? Yeah.
0: so do you find <laughs> are things getting harder or easier? as you, as you, as you get older in the <laughs> In life or you well know? uh, that's two separate questions
1: okay um uh, it, it, because
0: it's not straightforward and it can be precarious you know and sometimes things bed in and sometimes things settle down yeah career wise i'm talking about i
1: think i think um i think career wise uh, it it's <clears throat> it is easier but that's and that's cuz i'm in a, a a very lucky position to sometimes be asked to do jobs yeah so i've not got to go through that process of the auditioning process that the 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 sort of flip side to that is you're tipping up onto a job thinking am i actually right for this and yeah, that's do the worry. these people do these people actually want me to do it, or has somebody in an office somewhere said, "Right, well, can you get can you get Shovel and Finnerin to play that part, please?" Um, you know. So, but that's 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 a worry that you just have to get rid of, isn't Because yeah. otherwise you sound massively ungrateful. No, but I, I wanker I going. I've just got this job. I don't know if they all want me to do it. No, I'm but really sure they worry again
0: do it. because if you go through the audition process, you go, "Well." I've earned, I've earned, earned that this. a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A little bit. I've earned it. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have that. So that's 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 great. That's that's a great place to be going, you know. But I'm still I do still audition for stuff and don't get it. And yeah. you know what I mean? And so there's the disappointment with that, but I am much better at just being able to go, right, well that wasn't for me. That wasn't for me. That wasn't for me. I wasn't right for that, you know. I think but,
0: that's so important that you get to a stage where you can do that, or, yeah. Or at least, excuse me, you're better at yeah. doing that than than what you were.
1: But I've got I've got that lovely um, safety net of going. But I was just asked to do a job there, you know. So yeah, it um, th- you know, th- my disappointment is 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 not is minimal because there might be something that I've be, just been asked to do. Mm. So that's that's I feel in a privileged position. Well, it's all about In that balance, respect. Isn't it? Because, you know, a lot of my mates in this game don't have that at all. No, you know? of course. And that's And it's all, you know, it's luck as well, isn't it? There's a lot of luck goes into it, you know.
0: Of course there is. Yeah. But so. you know, you do have to be half decent.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Know. Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Do you sometimes? I don't know, maybe. I don't know, I think there's a lot of people, or me too, a lot getting away with it a lot of the time. Yeah. As I have done. Oh,
0: we've all done that. I was
1: definitely, you know, the whole of um, a lot of jobs, you're just winging it, thinking, oh, God, I don't really know what's going on. I suppose as well, I know more about now... A working environment and a working situation—you sort of know what's expected of you. Yeah. All of those things. Whereas, <clears throat> when I was a youth, I didn't know. But you know,
0: we, we weren't supposed to know then.
1: I don't think we were supposed to know. No. Um, yeah, so I'm much more aware of all that side of it. But um, yeah, so that's 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 an easy that's an easier way of being into it, and it and and just. Knowing that stuff will be all right. There's there's a there's a there's a good feeling there, isn't it? There? There's it's, that's a great feeling to have. Just going, I'll be all right though, because oh, it, I've been through this yeah. fifty times yeah. during this career. You didn't get that because of the A, B, and C. You didn't get that. You know, you did, uh, but I'll still be all right. Hopefully,
0: even, even if it doesn't feel it at the time, it, obviously it will be all right.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Can I ask you one last question? Yeah. Are you happy?
1: Am I happy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah very happy, Does thanks. you
0: seem like a really happy person. Oh,
1: yeah, no, I am. Have I sounded really depressed? throughout yeah. this entire
0: interview. No, never. It's just no. sometimes it's one question that, that I end it with and ask people because I don't think people ask it enough.
1: Yeah. No, I'm very happy, yeah. Yeah, Good. <laughs> Siobhan, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks very much for asking me. Did you enjoy it? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she says with a pained expression on <laughs> face. No, I did enjoy I it. Did. I've enjoyed it. I've just waffled her, probably, have I? No, everybody oh. thinks that's lovely. Okay, good.
0: The two-shot podcast was presented by me Craig Parkinson recorded and produced by Thomas Griffin for splicing block the remix of our theme tune is by Stolen Valor cheers